Hey everyone, welcome to Buzzing About Romance, a quick shot of romance. I am Becky, and joining me for this episode is Lindsay. Hey, Lindsay. Hey. So on this episode of A Quick Shot of Romance, we are reviewing Ashes of You by Katherine Cowell. This is book five in the Lost and Found series. We'll link the synopsis of this book on our on-the-shelf show notes at buzzingaboutromance.com. Lindsay, you read this whole series, correct? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I read book one, felt a little stunted, like I had done previous in 2022, I had done a huge Catherine Cowell backlist binge. So when I picked up the first book in this series, it just felt the same as some of the other books. So I didn't read the rest of this series. Um, and then I, so I read book one and I didn't, it wasn't bad. It just didn't speak to me. And then I picked up, this is book five. Um, so if I had to compare between one book one and book five, book five was absolutely a much better book than book one. Well, she stacked a lot of bricks in this series. So there are things that happen in each of the books that slowly build up to the story. They're complete standalones. They can all be read as standalones. But if you do read it as a series, you will pick up on little things like from previous books that wind up playing into this book. Um, And I really liked the way that was built. Like, I don't know if it was intentional or not, but there were little things like in the first book, Shadow is taught to be a search and rescue dog. And then throughout the series, like Shadow becomes a part of the team and start like the dog um, is helping them on search and rescue missions. Like Holt becomes the leader of the, you know, the search and rescue team. The search and rescue team is volunteer work that the whole family does. So that plays like a huge role in the books. So I, I think it's really interesting to see like how the story pans out. And then there's a lot of hints and clues about the mystery element. The from suspense other of books. this book. And I really enjoyed that too, because I did not expect that. And it threw me off when you're trying to figure out like, who done it? I did not expect it to go that way because of the storytelling from previous books. So I think, like, I do think this book absolutely stands on its own, but I also think if you were to read it in the context of the series, it adds a lot, like, she does a lot of interconnectedness in the books where, like, world building, yeah, the world building is really solid. Like you have a like before you even get into this book, you know who Lawson is. Like you know who he is, you know his character. And yeah, then like And I felt like I knew him from book 1 cuz he's the older brother, he's the sheriff, his brother works for him. Um And he, he plays a huge role in all the yeah. books. Um okay, so let me get this stuff down and then we can talk about some other stuff. So release date February 8th, 2024. This is a close proximity single dad nanny. First responder, small town, rescue, damsel in distress, romantic suspense, slow burn, age gap. Series is the Lost and Found series. It's interconnected standalones. Um, It's dual first person, I believe, right? Yes. Sure, it's in dual first person. Uh, Put out percentage was 68%. Audiobook narrators were Ava Erickson and Sebastian York, which I'm in. I love me some... Mr. York. Um, in there is not a third act breakup. This was romantic suspense. So the suspense element creates the third act drama. Um, our hero is Lawson Hartley. 
single dad, three boys. Ex-wife is, she's still alive, but she is not a good person. No. Which is my least favorite. If a wife's still going to be alive, that's my least favorite when the ex-wife is a piece of crap. Yeah, it's really heartbreaking. The way that's dealt with in the book, it's really, it's really hard because it leaves the whole family damaged. Like, well, and it all... has some effects, some long-term effects that you don't realize until as you're reading. Yeah. Um. So our hero's name, our heroine's name is Haley. Um. And Haley's connection to the town is very interesting. So the book takes place in Western or e- Eastern Washington State. Western. It's Western. Is it Western? Yeah. Towards... It's on, it's, I think it's like Coastal Mountains. Coastal Mountains. Okay. So Western, Western Washington State. It was, um, well, and it's right in the beginning in the prologue. She was a victim of a serial killer. Like she was kidnapped and she escaped. She is the only one who escaped. She's the only one who's escaped. She carries, it's been what, four or five years since it happened? It's five years. And she was there. So she went, I think she went to college in the area. Well, no, her family had a vacation. Yeah, her family had a cabin and went on vacation. And she would vacation there, and that's like her favorite place in the entire world. Yeah. So that's also how she winds up going back, is because she's been living in Chicago with her brother and her brother's husband, and they're about to start a family, and it prompts her to move back because that's the place she truly loves, even though she stayed away for five years, obviously because of her extreme trauma situation. Yeah. So, and I did put in the description that it stands on distress. Haley was not as strong as a female protagonist that we often get from Catherine Cowles. She reminded me a lot of the heroine in the previous series. I'm going to look it up because I have forgotten it. She wasn't weak, but she wasn't exactly owning what was happening. Does that make sense? Yeah. I think she was in the steps, like in the situation where she was trying to overcome it. And then she winds up thrust back into the situation where like she, she is in a place where she like should be overcoming this, but the so, circumstances of the book really prevent her from getting to that stable ground. So I think, yeah, I think you're right. I think she, she reminds not- me a lot of Addie from Hidden Waters, which is part of the Tattered and Torn series. Um, and this is where my hangup comes a little bit with Catherine Cowell. I feel like oftentimes, like the hero in this book is very similar to the first book in Tattered and Torn. Sheriff rescued the heroine, you know, previously, connection to the heroine previously, to her trauma. There's a connection. 
So it just, and the heroine in this one, Hallie, she felt a little recycled from Addie in Hidden Waters from the previous series. I have not read that fresh so recently, so I don't think I made that connection. I'm not good at remembering books I've read in the past. <laughs> I know you're not, I'm but not that's my complaint. Like the book is fine. It's great. And it's what Jenny calls a mac and cheese read. Like she knows it's going to be a good solid story. It's going to be well written. It's going to bring her, you know, comfort in the moment that she's reading it. But she doesn't have a ton. It doesn't have a ton of nutritional impact. Okay. I was explaining what Catherine Cowles is to me to my husband the other day. And I was like, she is definitely like a mac and cheese read for me. She is like Hallmark with murder and serial killers and like stalkers and kidnapping. And it's reliable. It's formulaic. I know what's going to happen. I know the form, like I know what to expect when I'm reading it. And I love that. I love that because like a lot of times, like when authors find what works for them and they stick to the formula, it makes it really easy for me to trust them as a reader. Yeah. Like Sawyer Bennett, same kind of thing. Like when authors start changing their formula, that's when I'm like, well, am I going to actually like this book now? I never have to wonder because at the end of the day, I always like the story. I always know what it's going to be. Um, I do yeah, feel like that there are in each of her series, like going back to what you said about the sheriff, there's always a situation where one of the characters is the sheriff. And then there's always in each of the books, it's not always the same order, but there does usually tend to be one heroine who has, been a victim significantly yeah been a victim and has not necessarily moved on from that trauma you also always get a hero who's a bit of a recluse oh yes that and nobody knows nobody talks to nobody really knows much about him and in this one it was one of the brothers he's a little bit more of a recluse um that was my favorite book in the whole series though and I'm not saying they're bad. It's just, it just sometimes feels the same. So, I mean, if you're looking for consistent reads with consistent storylines and consistent plots, and, you know, they're going to wrap up and be really solid HEAs, then you absolutely are going to want to check out Catherine Cowles. If you're looking for something. Alone in the woods, you probably don't. Well, true. <laughs> but if you're looking for something new and exciting and romantic suspense, there are probably other stories out there that are a little more solid. Yeah, I can. Yeah. I personally love her. I love the book. Um, I don't dislike her. She's one of the nicest I, people ever. It's just the book felt the same. Yeah. So that's because she has like very similar elements in a lot of her series. Yeah. She like the other things that she includes. There's always some kind of like animal sanctuary element. There's a ton of animals in the story. There always. are just always a dog. Characters. There's, um, like usually each series has like single dad situation or single mom situation um this one had both a lot of them have both um there's a brother's best friend book like i it's there so yes there are elements that are going to be the same but at the same time you know as a reader if that works for you or not and for some people it does for some people it doesn't um I also, but there's consistency there that I do enjoy a lot. I also think you can binge her series, but you cannot binge her series back to back to back. Like you can't read Tattered and Torn and then come read this series. See that? Yeah, I agree. And sometimes like 
one of the things that I didn't expect with this one was like going into the ashes of you I reread the first three and then I finally read shadows of you and then I read ashes of you so I've been working on this for a little bit but when I listen to this one usually I always have like a really solid sense of who the bad guy is who the big bad is yeah like usually it's it's it, least one person you have a pretty good idea like you have a pretty good idea of the candidates there's breadcrumbs there i like the uh, like it when they add the breadcrumbs like we read a book before where it had romantic suspense and the character who did it was not a on the page until they solve the mystery and that's probably that's not that's not romantic suspense to me no that's not great um but like you always have like breadcrumbs leading you to and in the final book i did not expect this I'm really stuck on this because I did not expect it to take this turn. Okay. That's fair. Uh, but we're not going to spoil it not for everybody. This book, this book know, <laughs> it is available in Kindle Unlimited. You guys should check it out. Lindsay, thank you so much for reading Ashes of You by Catherine Cowles with me. It was so much fun. Until next time, everyone. Happy reading. Find us on Instagram at Buzzing About Romance or on Twitter at Buzzing Romance. If you like the podcast, please leave a review. If you'd like to support us directly, join the Bookcase and Coffee Patreon and receive exclusive content only available to Patreon members. Check out bookcaseandcoffee.com for our on-the-shelf show notes.